I am thrilled you joined us today at A View Beyond the Ordinary. I'm Jolene Lenz, your host, and this is where we explore those divine encounters, meet some courageous souls who share their stories with the goal of helping us pursue our own bliss or dream. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and listen through Spotify, Apple iTunes, or one of your favorite podcast apps. And let's get started and tune in. Well, I'm thrilled you're all here with me, especially at this magical time of the year, right around the holidays. And I'd love to introduce the guest that I have on the podcast, and her name is Anna Ladd Kruger. I met Anna through Brooks and Nelson earlier this year, and it was such a delight to meet her and hear a bit of her story, hence why she's here today. I'm excited to hear more as well. She is a proud mother of two children, and she is married to a wonderful and supportive husband. Professionally, Anna is an accomplished mining executive and director. She's recognized for her leadership and sound business acumen in a traditionally male-dominated industry. So first and foremost, welcome to the podcast, Anna. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Jolene. Pleasure to be here. As I learned a bit about your story, Anna, what I wanted to start with is I know about a year ago, you experienced a Christmas miracle, and I would love to have you expand on what that encompassed. For sure. So a year ago, this time, actually, I was rushed to the hospital out of nowhere, um, you know, just kind of sitting on the couch. I had a brain aneurysm out of the blue, nothing ever detected in my family or anything like that. And within sort of just minutes, my husband rushed me to the hospital. And within 10 hours, I was on the operating table undergoing brain surgery. So it was extremely traumatic, terrifying, you know, for my family. And my experiencing through it, you know, as you look back and reflect, you know, it was, was very enlightening. Throughout that whole process, I was lucid, even though one of the effects of brain acid and you start to lose your speech. And in general, the survival rate just to have a brain aneurysm is, is quite low, which I learned after I sort of survived. And even if you survive the surgery and it affects your brain, you know, there's typically sort of long-lasting effects, whether it's speech, memory impairment, that sort of thing. So for myself, personally, I was in the hospital through COVID last year, through Christmas, through New Year's for 10 days in ICU recovering. And then I was released from the hospital and I was on my journey to sort of healing from that trauma. You know, there's that physical healing, which takes anywhere from three months. And for me personally, it was a time which you sort of just take stock of your life. In my view, I sort of do a bit of an accounting of my life to date and wondered, would I want to kind of be continuing on this path of executive? I had a very successful career and it was sort of time for me to just say, I'm done with that role and being executive. And that security and that knowing what that all entails, I sort of retired six months ago from being an executive. Didn't really have plans after that. I knew that this was kind of a year where I had to A, recover physically, which I feel great now, but B, reflect my next sort of journey in life. 
And, but for that happening to me, you know, I think I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here even talking to you about this journey of trying to find who I am. And I've just been so wrapped up in, you know, running, leading companies. It takes a lot out of you, you know, a mother of two and having been remarried. And one of the things I've been reflecting on, there hasn't been too much time for me and to kind of just calm down and just revisit and give myself a little bit of a break. I did a couple things. I did go traveling a lot, things I've always wanted to do, but it's really given me some time to reflect on who I am and what do I want to do next, so to speak. Well, Anna, to go through that, especially over the holidays and be in the hospital and ICU and recover from something that traumatic, I can only imagine the terror and fear you had to go through when you were healing. Mm -hmm. You know, you mentioned this has been a time of reflection, and I'm so happy that you're healthy and here now with us. And as you mentioned, there's more, obviously, for you to do here. As you went through that, Mm -hmm. one of the things on the podcast I'm always so curious about is a view beyond the ordinary is really about a spiritual divine, you know, whether that's God or Jesus for some, um, some believe in the universe, but do you feel that you encountered a deepening spiritual relationship with yourself? Can you expand a little bit on that? Yeah. So, um, and I, I get asked this a lot, just of the experience, right? It was quite something. So the actual going into surgery and sort of that time period of, you know, it was a four hour surgery and coming out of that. So two things, as I was going into surgery, and I still remember the room full of neurosurgeons, doctors, nurses in the room as as we're kind of basically talking about surgery, the risks, and all of their faces. You could tell it looked grim. And and I knew my odds weren't great. They were just going in. I already knew that. I could see it on their faces. And they wanted to get me into that operating room like yesterday. And so, of course, I'm I knew I was going to do it. At the time, my two kids were just in the middle of sort of finishing their university degrees. And I remember as I was going into surgery, I said to myself, like, there was no doubt in my mind that I was going to make it through. I I had no doubt, not even a tiny bit of doubt. I knew I was going to survive the surgery. And when I came out of the surgery, and this is nothing that I can point to, right? That's black and white. I can only say that that experience, what I went through, there was something um, very deep, very, you want to use the word spiritual or that feeling I had for me to survive that ordeal, whether it was sort of those that have passed before me, like my parents, my ex-husband had actually passed away five days before I went into the hospital. So that would have been my children's father. There was definitely something very deep and special there for me to kind of recover. And when I came to after the operating room and that, I was in just a horrendous amount of pain. And I knew then in the hospital, I knew that the only way I was going to get through this recovery was actually the love of my family. And that was my kids and my husband. And between the three of them and my sister, everybody was rotating in the hospital through that time period. And that's really how I sort of survived, if you will, or made it through. It was very emotional for me. My recovery was actually very good. It was ahead of what the doctors had even expected. And like I said, within 10 days, I was actually back home 
and just recovering for the rest of the time here in my home. So there was most definitely that sort of feeling and that sort of connection because I wouldn't be here otherwise. And also coming out of that, I I also know, and I know this in my core, that there's also a reason why I'm still here. You know, it wasn't my time to go. I know I was spared for a reason and I'm here. And this year has really been about that journey for me to find out what it is because I, I know I'm meant to do more. And it's really just been a journey. I can tell you just as an individual, um, just reading and talking to other people, I very much carry the weight of the world on my shoulders. I always thought I was invincible. Anything I set out to do, put my mind to, just achieve in spades. And I think this was a time for me to really self-reflect and sort of depend on others a little more. My family, who I've been there like a rock for everyone. And it's been really nice for myself to tell myself it's okay to also rely on them and for them to help me through this. So that's a little bit of what I'm going through now. And that is just looking inwards for sure. Well, having a support network and family and love, is it love the most healing? Absolutely. Yes. We heal faster with that. I'm happy that that is your report. So one of the other questions I was going to ask you is, you know, when you look at the the Anna previous to this year, you mentioned climbing the ladder, achieving mm-hmm. that one of the things that you're doing right now as well is really learning to slow down. You quit your job. That had to be a little bit scary to let go of the security. And I know our egos like to identify. Right. What other advice would you now give the Anna, say, earlier in your life, 10 years ago, based on what you just went through? Yeah. I I think that there is always a part of us inside of us um, that sort of knows intuitively when you should stop and when you should go. I mean, I'll say it like that. And we just don't really listen to it because of life and life gets busy. And certainly for my own personal experience, you know, being executive, doing really well in that career was a huge part of my life and who I associated with. I associated with myself that. I think that what I would tell myself is listen to your intuition, right? You need to stop and take a break and you need to have balance in your life. I think that balance is so critical, so important. And you have to allow yourself for others to take care of you. Like it's okay to lean on other people. Most of my life from sort of young adolescence to adulthood, I was really independent and I was always the rock for everyone else. Um, Maybe that's like a mother complex, I'm not sure, but it's okay for you to start leaning on others. And that was difficult for me too, going through this. I had to lean on my husband to help me do basic things when I was recovering, taking care of me. It's like it drove me nuts that I couldn't do these things by myself. But that's a learning for me, right? Like I don't have to do everything all the time. And especially being a mother and a career woman, and as women, we have a lot of those burdens, right? Even though you are a career woman, you're also a mother. And same thing, I've always asked from people, how do you do both? And also the judging, right, from sides of like, well, how can you do both? How can you do it? And I think for me, it's about finding the balance. You can do it, but you must find balance for yourself. And you have to give yourself time to 
have a vacation, to relax, to slow down. I think that's allowed, but I never really gave myself that. I held myself to really high standards. Well, and Anna, one of the questions I was going to ask you as well, it involves your family. I was going to say, with you going through this, I'm guessing you're going through tremendous change. Your family is seeing in your friends the changes and the growth that's occurring. And sometimes that isn't always easy on those that are close to us or friends that are accustomed to us acting one way. How has it been in terms of your network and your friends and your family? Are they adjusting to the change and changing as well? I was too, right? Because you never know how people are, you know, again, you have egos and you always wonder what are people going to think about me? They've always known me as this or, or especially your networks. And to my surprise, it was just incredibly supportive. Shortly after I sort of announced my resignation, this was six months ago, I think that weekend I had like three or four calls just to go and join other companies to be executives. And in my heart, I knew that I was done, like as tempting as it was, because you're always tempted to go back to the comfort of what you know, and kind of that whole mantra. I'm like, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm really done. And then that was followed by, okay, we'll accept that you want to come join our boards. And I thought that being a part of public boards that I'm on three public boards right now, that was a really great transition for me because then it employs more about guiding and leading and sort of giving all the knowledge that you had kind of accumulated in my years as a professional to help guide these organizations. It was really great. The networking was wonderful. So again, still maintain my network. And then even professional and personal friends of mine, um, very supportive. I think probably a few weeks, a couple weeks ago, I think shortly before you and I talked I was also feeling like, why did this happen to me? And almost like very frustrated. I call it like I was sort of a little bit angry at the fate and destiny and why did this all happen? And I was going a little bit through that. And there's always a callback. There's always an answer back to that. So that same day, I had to catch up with a colleague of mine. She introduced me to the grateful jar, which is you write down every day what you're grateful for. And when I went home and did it that night, I realized I was so spoiled. I had so many things to be grateful for. I didn't know which one to put in the jar. So that was like a little bit of a knock on me. Like, you have it really good. You have nothing to play. You're so blessed. And I truly believe that I am. And then I also caught up with a very old executive coach of mine that has known me for many, many years. And she knew what I went through. And she introduced me to this book called Callings, Callings by Greg Levoy. And I began reading that. And that really is about finding who you are inside. We're all here for a purpose. And it's just making sure that you just hone in and remember what that is. And if you've forgotten along the way, it's never too late. Like you can just kind of quiet down, listen to yourself and be genuine with yourself. So for me, this is very much a journey. And however frustrated I I may feel having this huge change in my life, I know it's the right journey I'm on. And I know that I'm supported, you know, that makes sense. Absolutely. And what's so remarkable about that is I had just written a blog, Begin Again, and I work part-time at Brooks & Nelson, helping on the mining recruitment side. And then the other part of my journey is really working and helping people find their calling. And when you showed me the book, (laughs) Anna, um, yes, goosebumps on on helping people with finding calling. And what a lovely 
and then the synchronicity that you and I engaged and you absolutely all of, all of that happened. So absolutely, Jolene. And again, even me even talking to you and what you do was sort of my third, you know, everything sort of happens to me in threes. And I think, okay, I am on the right path. And and I have to say what you're doing and these podcasts you do, it, it's amazing. It's definitely sort of again, another one of those those little nudges from destiny say, yeah, you are definitely on the right path. Don't worry. Keep going. You know, I I get one of those. Well, I appreciate that. I was going to say, I always remember Wayne Dyer. And for those of you who are not familiar with him, I know he passed away a a number of years ago, but a great author, speaker. I believe he was a professor earlier on. He always used to say, don't die with your music inside of you. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. you have music to play, Anna. So I'll be excited Mm -hmm. to see what you end up doing. And if anything, be true to yourself and authentic, as you mentioned, and taking the time to listen to that intuition and inner voice. I agree. It so guides us. So Mm -hmm. if you are helping the audience, I know during the holidays can be such a tremendous stressful time on mm-hmm. on folks yeah and if you just had a, just a few words or i should say a sentence i probably more than a few words mm-hmm. just to impart with the listeners anna as to your main lessons learned this year from your christmas miracle what would your your parting words be my parting words would be don't forget before all sort of life comes to us with responsibilities and family and jobs and this, you know, before that, remember what you did that kind of really made you smile. And for me, I I mean, I did that. For me, that was going back to my childhood where I remembered things I did were practically polar opposite of what I ended up doing. I was actually very artistic and I love to create things. And that was from music to doing crafts. I used to kind of do little pottery when I was a small child. And I used to love to bake and cook all of that using creativity, which as I kind of thought of it, things, I did a lot of that with the companies that I was part of through my tenure. And there was a reason why I picked the smaller companies because you you could create and build them to sort of bigger ones and be successful ones. So I just kind of remembered that. And I think for all of us, when we're looking at our life and and to take the time to reflect on some of those things that really made you smile. And yeah, sometimes you have to go back to your childhood before the sort of busyness of life comes into play. And that's what I did. And so very much I'm going to be exploring that more just to see where that takes me for my next journey. Well, Anna, I am so appreciative of you taking time during this busy time of the year just to share your journey with the listeners. I know it will help a number of us. And I have goosebumps, which I I do often in these, especially around take the time to smile. And I wish all of you that are listening as well, follow your bliss and take time to rest and take care of yourself. We have to take care of ourselves. Nobody else does. <laughs> so so I have learned to do that. I've learned to stop and go, you know what, Jolene, I need to take care of me before I can help Absolutely. take care of others. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, well, I hope our conversations will continue. I'm sure they will, Anna, as we look at synchronicities and how those unfold going forward. But I will share Anna's information as well in the show notes 
And thank you all. And thank you, Anna, for being here. And everybody, we wish you all a very happy holiday. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. All all of the above. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you very much, Shalene, for having me. Thank you. Cheers, everybody. I hope you remember to take some time for you and to play. I have learned it's not about perfection. It's about just taking it one day at a time and having fun, spending time on what matters most. So if you want to connect with one of the guests, I will share their information in the show notes as well as on my website. And if you want to connect with me personally, I'm on social media. And here is to enjoying our journeys. Thanks for tuning in.